It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Big news here last night, and uh, boy, I guess uh, all around the country, cold weather. You know, frost free date. Wait a minute. Our frost free date's already passed. Why is it so cold? Why? It's May. It's, it's May, man. I tell you what, Mother Nature's going to do what Mother Nature's going to do. Uh, unless Ron Rothus, our certified arborist, uh, and of course, a hobby meteorologist, says something different. I think she listens to him sometimes. But anyway. Uh, last night was a busy night for Ron. I think he's been up all night long because he's been running outside to ice over his Japanese maples and back inside to check out the temperatures to see if we're actually going to break a record. The man's got the adrenaline rush going right now, and I thought I would just kind of interrupt his pattern right now and find out exactly what's going on. So it's time for Weather It's the Weather, starring the true seer of Sears. He is the amateur meteorologist and ISA board-certified master arborist, the Arbor Doctor himself, Mr. Ron Rothus, website, arbordoctor.com. Easy now. Easy, folks. Please, let Ron speak, please. So, take a deep breath. Are you ready? I just did. I'm oh. trying to get a word in edgewise. Got it. Uh, <laughs> so, and by the way, you, you, you've already been wrong about one thing. What's that? On this. You said that it's cold everywhere across the country. It's not. It's quite warm out west. Uh, well, you know a, what I meant. I, I had a message last night east from of the Mippy, Mississippi, Fairbanks, Alaska, yeah. who said it was 80 degrees up there. It's east of the Mississippi. Right. Okay. But do you know why it was 80 in Fairbanks and why? cold here? Because the weather's like a seesaw, and to get all this cold air to come down this late in the season, it takes the jet stream to go way up north and pull it down. So out west, it's warm, but in the east, it's extremely cold, wide area, all the way into the deep south uh, i was down to 26 degrees even this morning are you sure yes okay. national weather service uh equipment in my backyard properly placed Proper. approved by a meteorologist you no a degreed meteorologist in the national weather service so in uh <laughs> back in 1947 was our record of 30 degrees so i'm assuming that's going to be broken today yeah and you know my location is not the Cincinnati airport. Right. So, um, but I mean, we what? shattered that record. CVG, the Cincinnati airport, was down to twenty. Well, it was down to twenty-eight right. at one point, and and that record will, um, you know, they'll they'll um, certify whatever the the lowest of the morning was uh, at the airport. Dayton was down to at least twenty-nine. Uh, and probably lower. Um, and then we're getting, you know, you get these little pockets. Like Louisville this morning was about 34 degrees above freezing, Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. But um, meteorologists down in Louisville posted that they had a place in Jefferson County, the same county Louisville's in, that was down to, I think, 28. 
and um, a couple places in southern Indiana, just north of Louisville, down to 24 this morning. Wow. So, you know, we're talking some serious, serious cold for this late in the season. And what really has me concerned, you know, I had about 50% bud kill uh, and maybe maybe twig kill on my uh, Japanese maple a few weeks ago when I got down to 23.7 and which already a had lot, two inches of growth out. Which, which a lot of folks experienced as well. Yeah. And so that's why last night, I, I, you know, and I should have done it a few weeks ago. I'm kicking myself. But, um, you know, I, I turned to Did your wife say, I, stop doing that and let me do it for you? Sure. <laughs> I'll come down and you can run the, I can run the gauntlet. No, um, did your wife say that? Oh. Um, Please, Ron, stop. Let me do that for you. The, um, the, the wife says that. The children say that. Yes. <laughs> the neighbors say that. Oh, <laughs> uh, my. So yeah, anyway, I mean, so you iced yeah. it over. So folks are wondering probably because we've, I mean, we've talked about this in the past, but uh, you actually set up the sprinklers as the temperatures were getting to freezing and, and past that, and you actually iced over the tree. You sent me a picture of it on my phone this morning. What yeah, does that do? And I didn't run it all night, and I'm hoping I got started in time because I woke up kind of in the middle of the night, uh, probably like four four thirty, which is past the middle of the night, I guess. But um, I went out and looked at my thermometer, and at that point it was down to about 27.5 or something like that. And I said, okay, we're past the point I should have turned the sprinkler on. So I went out and turned it on, and nothing really happened because there was ice in the hose line already. And um, I had to kind of um, run run that out before I could even get the sprinkler to work. But I've been running it ever since, and and I have quite a – Quite a ice palace going on the um, uh, Japanese maple now, but the reason that works, and you know, over the years we've seen them do that in the in the um, in the uh, orange groves down south when there's been you know major freezes over the winter. Oh, we used to do it in the garden store all the time this time of the year. We couldn't take everything back inside or cover it all up. We just turned the sprinklers on all night and let it freeze over. Yeah, um, you know, and, and it freezes over at 32. But you know your air temperature's down in the mid twenties, so you're you're actually keeping the the plant warmer uh, to a degree than than or to several degrees than than it would be if it were just exposed to the air. And it tends not to freeze the cells in the plant. Now that's not a ironclad guarantee, depending right. on how cold it gets. Right. But it's certainly you know, we've talked over the years about how what a fantastic insulator snow is because all the air pockets and of course there's no air pockets in, in ice but not much. But um but but it still has a really protective effect on plants. So we'll see. I mean twenty six this late and what really has me concerned is, you know, I had twenty three point seven uh, two or three weeks ago I lost fifty percent of the leaves and the buds on my Japanese maple at that point. We've seen a lot of other trees damaged. You know, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I had 100% bud kill on my black tupelos in uh, the golden rain tree. I was driving through Loveland, Ohio yesterday and saw uh, a large number of ginkgo trees that had 100% bud kill. I actually did a blog post on my on my blog where I've been kind of updating all the, the, the tree damage that I've seen on, on various trees. And, uh, and that was the two or three weeks ago when things were out this far. And here we are again in the same neighborhood temperature-wise uh, when when trees are really almost you know into their you know mid spring uh, condition, right. and we're having mid winter 
temperatures and, and it's, I mean the, the the temperature on Christmas morning in Cincinnati was 32 and I had 26 this morning so I mean it's this is just crazy you know to have this this time of the year especially with things out this far I've seen late freezes before I'm not sure if I've ever seen two successive late freezes like this separated by several weeks because what's happening now i noticed this past week my black tupelos were were setting a second set of buds and we're actually starting to leaf out again mm-hmm. so if they're killed a second time i mean Not that takes a lot of energy out of a tree right. and the you know Holmeyer orchard is right around the corner from my house and you know their apple trees were in bloom you know two weeks ago uh, you know, they're, they're sitting at the same temperature I'm sitting at. So, you know, I think we're going to have a lot of damage and a lot of a lot of losses. I, I I hate to I hate to you know make any predictions as to exactly when I say losses. I mean I do think some Japanese maples might succumb to this or have some serious damage. You know, trunk damage, stem damage, things like that. Right. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that you know the orchards may very well see. Reduced production, some crops. I think some soybeans may have already been planted, and that's—they're not going to take this very well. Right. So, um, yeah, this is going to have a big effect, and it's over such a large area. You, you look at the freeze warnings that were been posted last night, all the way down to the mountains of North Georgia. You know, eastern Tennessee, mm-hmm. frost advisories last night down into Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're not just talking about a little part of the Ohio Valley. We're talking about the a large part of the eastern United States with this late freeze. And, you know, you get down in the Atlanta area in Chattanooga, you have areas that are that are much further along than, than Cincinnati is even. Right. So I planted a Tupelo, a Red Rage, about a month ago and was very slow coming out. And it's the leaves now are about an inch and a half long and very limey green. So we'll see what happens. I didn't ice it down last night, so we'll see what happens to it. But uh, yeah, you're right. We're gonna again. It becomes a, a wait and see. Time will tell. Uh, and again, for folks that are listening, you know, uh, all you can do at this stage in the game is just wait it out and let your plants tell you what they're going to do, and then react to that. And in Ron's case, what I mean, if the, everything falls off on the Japanese maple, you wind up starting to cut it back and trying to force it back out again, and we just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, and what's happened in the past with Japanese maples is you get actual tissue damage in the trunk and in the in the main branches and mm-hmm. things like that, and that's something you really can't see. That can actually show up, you know, two, three years after the freeze. You start to see bark flaking off the trunk and, and things like that. And, you know, it, it's something that could, that could be haunting us for a long time yep with some, especially the japanese maples you know this is this is kind of interesting we didn't really foresee this earlier in the season but you know all winter we were thinking at some point we'd get a lobe of the polar vortex to break loose and and, and come down and it never happened over the winter you know and we, we right. got into spring and you know we made the comment that you know just warming up but now we got to start worrying about a late freeze well it happened this past you know week or two and and this is if this was midwinter we'd be Way below zero, uh, and, and this is this is something that's pretty rare actually in May. Usually, the polar vortex, which is a, a, a permanent feature in the in the poles, you know, you think it's something new that the press just came up with, but it's not. It's always been there, but um, normally it weakens in the in the in the summertime and strengthens in the wintertime. So, to have it push this far south this late is is pretty 
remarkable. Well, go back to your Japanese, Mabel. Thanks for the update. I know you're excited about all of the above. Well, the temperature's starting to rise here. I think I'm up to about 27 now, so I'll be going out and turning the water off in a little bit. The sun's starting to come up, and we'll see what happens. I'll report in. Oh, yeah. Keep us posted. Okay. All right. Always a pleasure. Take care. Take care. Ron Rothis, our uh, certified arborist, and, of course, hobby meteorologist. His website's uh, arbordoctor.com. Be sure and check it out. Quick break. We come back. Phone lines are open for you. It's 800-823-8255 here in a cold garden with Ron Wilson. Landscaping made easier with your personal yard boy. He's in the garden, and he's Ron Wilson. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.